All right, folks. Today we talk about a lot. You know, a lot. Like Voltron, fan hate, fan fanatics, all sorts of things all across the board. We're going to get it, go in on it, but don't worry. We're not going to be too serious. We're just going to be a little ranty, but I think you've been with us for that. Enjoy the ride. Start the music. Bravo. <laughs> oh, you try hard, motherfucker. I'm your freak of the Okay, let me get my old man pants up over my nipples. All right. All right, so this one, guys, I might sit this one out a little halfway through. <laughs> I'm going to so, enjoy this. Just, I just want to hear. Listen. So here, here's where I go with this idea about uh, comics are cool. I'm going to say this in the most uh, warm and loving, kind, thoughtful way that I can to everybody. Fuck you all. Fuck you all because it's super cool and super awesome. You get to have your tattoos of comic book heroes, your billion dollar movies, all your streaming services, your franchises, everything under the goddamn sun, your t-shirts, merch, whatever, drones, this, that, and the other. Because now it's cool. Now it's fucking cool. Forget the fact that when I was fucking reading comic books, it was just barely acceptable. And the fact that most of the people, when I was growing up reading comic books, were looked at as social pariahs. Sure. Now it's cool. And not only is it so cool and so mainstream now, I don't know, more than half of you fucking nutters are over here on social media harassing the shit out of people making a living on fucking comic books. That's fucking mind-boggling. Like they owe you shit. They don't owe you anything. So Batman didn't get married. Boo-hoo. Move on. So fucking this, that, or the other didn't happen. They're not shipping your fucking person. They're, they're not casting your person right. This, that, and the other. Who gives a shit? It's a fucking comic book. Or it's a movie. They're imaginary people, people. Suck it up. That's not fucking cool. Sorry. I'm think, I need to need a moment. Look. I was happy to breathe anything. Breathe. No, take a moment to breathe. I'll get back to you. Mike, go. Oh, no. He came intensely. I wasn't even going to cover it like that. I was just going to say, it's a shame. That's it. It's a shame. People should learn that it's a hobby. Enjoy it. And, you know, just take it for what it... Take the good stuff for what it is and the bad stuff. Just learn. Okay, that sucks. I'll move on. I have other things to do today. No, 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 because they're ruining my fucking happy place, Mike. You had your time. Okay. Hold on. I'll get back to you, Bo. Mike, continue. No, because you could find another happy place. No, like, no, okay. no. I was here first. Fuck them. No, no, no. <laughs> I knew. No, no. Seriously. I was good. I re- you weren't here I first, Bo. You weren't here per- first. Yes, I there was. There was other people before you. And they waited patiently, too. And they don't like you okay. either. I don't give a shit. Exactly. They want you to shut up. Because I know some of the people who were here first before you. Some of the people who were there when Spider-Man first came out. Some of the people who were born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and they and, waited years to get a Spider-Man movie too. And you know and what? They didn't trash and, talk oh, it. Actually, 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 one of them is actually still alive since the inception of Captain America and Superman. His name is Stan Lee, and he and he and he doesn't like the rants on either end. Yeah, but then again, he's gone a little, little soft in the head, and he's being abused, poor man. Now, but that has nothing to do with this. But when he speaks on comics, he's good on that. <laughs> All right, that's his place. He knows that. Okay. Sure, let's let's talk about Stan for a quick second. No, leave Stan alone. My hope No, no, no. My hope is that Stan gets to at least walk away with dignity when it's all said and done. That they don't completely destroy and trash this man's fucking legacy like they're like they've been talking about doing for the last couple of months. All right. That shit doesn't need to happen. And again, I certainly have no problem with Stan and a lot of people I know who grew up They'll not have a problem with Stan. They understand time is a capsule and things are relative. What Stan did or does or whoever happened then and this is now. But there's people over here talking crap about Stan and trying to tear down his good name for the decades of that he put in, into the damn industry. Stan doesn't deserve that. He doesn't need that. He doesn't need any of that. That's not cool. Okay. So, yeah, the fanatics, the fans, the new fans, the most recent fans, the it's trendy and popular now, so we're all fan fans. And Listen, if you like comics and you're just in, cool. Like comics and be or, in. Don't be a or, dick. or, Bo, don't, some, don't forget the fans who are actual fans, like most of them, because they were raised in it just like the rest of us. They grew up around people who read it and became fans of it, too. And, mainly because, and the main reason that it spread so widespread is because... The people who were fans of it exponentially grew with children and other things. Yes, and generation and after generation have taken in the same stuff, and they ended up genuinely liking it. Don't dismiss them too, Bo. I'm not dismissing them. I'm just saying don't be a Because dick. that was me. I grew up around it. All right? Do you, know, do you know what I saw recently on the social medias? Oh, you old fans ruin everything. Shit, kid. You wouldn't have a fandom right now. They're not talking about you. If people did not support small fortunes worth of their own income into those fandoms, they wouldn't exist today. Star Wars, DC, Marvel, all of it. That's fine, but still, that doesn't mean you're owed anything, Bo. I mean, like, seriously. I'm not owed anything, but don't be a dick. That's the moral of the story here. You can enjoy it, but there's no reason to go tearing other people down. There just I'll, isn't. I'll give you that part. Don't just don't be a dick about it. But other than that, you know, things change. Things change. What you liked at one point becomes something you might grow out of because it passed you by. Key to comics and fandoms in general and all the things that we like is that they've always been transformative and developing. Like, um, uh, Hal Jordan, take for example, and he's not as old as his seminary before him, started off as a Air Force pilot who became a space cop, who became a roadside hippie, who then became an establishment police cop to a freaking stubborn group of blue people who had to listen to a roadside hippie who was formerly a rich guy who became a a super hippie. You know what I'm saying? Characters transform, and then he became Ryan Reynolds. Um, you know, like, <laughs> so, since we're talking about Green Lantern, and one of the more uh, prominent and uh, big names 
recently who made lots of money doing Green Lantern, the art for Green Lantern, and created, helped create a lot of the spectrums of Green Lantern. Are we going to say anything about him having a butthole picture sent at him? Oh, Jesus. Because <laughs> while I find that funny... I mean, I think it's a little inappropriate. Well, not even a little inappropriate. <laughs> Especially when you're trying to make the point that everyone should be sensitive to each other. Hold on. I just have to say this. Mike, what would you do if somebody, if you were semi-famous and somebody sent you a butthole picture? <laughs> I, well, I don't wow. think your reaction would ever would ever go be at past beyond okay okay once i was sent a tranny pic by a friend of mine and i didn't know how to react it's just like okay was this supposed to entice me or is this supposed to disgust me i, I don't know i just think that it's not something you sh would go around sending to people no and no it's, it's not appropriate it's not yeah, appropriate that's my friend if we're business associates, or at least work in the same business, like, I don't know you personally, but we work in the same circles. I know you personally. No, but I mean, if we didn't, because remember, that's the relationship between this Rodriguez guy and Ethan Van Skyver. I know There's... nothing about this story. This is the first time I'm hearing it, and same for oh. a lot of people hearing this. Oh, Please, I enlighten yeah. me. Start oh, from okay. the beginning of this butthole guy, surfing tale. Right. The guy <laughs> who made... Who uh, who was working 25 years in the industry for DC has recently broken off because he happens to be Trump a Trump guy. People don't like him for that. So back and forth, who cares what side is right? Well, who cares what side is wrong? It's just a tale of basically people disagreeing with each other. All right, so they disagree. Anyway, the writer, I mean the artist for Spider Gwen, the creator of Spider Gwen. Co-creator, and that's arguable whether he's really yeah. a creator. Who's also creator. had issues with Frank Cho and various not, other artists. You don't know these people, Bo. You can't chime no, in No, I'm that just saying, no, like, yes, I can. Gwen Stacy is not his original character. He did not create Gwen Stacy. He just created the idea of her having powers. Doesn't make him a character that's, creator. That, that, that does make him a character creator. I, I, no, will, let, no, right. I will let that go. <laughs> Either way, it doesn't matter. The point is, he's also working on DC's new Vertigo comic, Goddess Mode, with Zoe Quinn. Which was brought up earlier. <laughs> anyway, he doesn't agree with Ethan Van Skyver fine. He says, this is what I think of you, Ethan Van Skyver, and puts it on his personal Twitter. Now, if you know Ethan Van Skyver, he's sort of like almost a family guy. He doesn't do this kind of extreme stuff. He, you know, whatever. What, what did he put on his Twitter, Mike? A picture of his butthole. Or possibly okay. someone's butthole. But he showed the taint in everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, folks, hold on. I got to put a pin here. On social media. Do not send unsolicited nudes of any sort and variety to each other on social media. That is unacceptable. No matter to whom, unless you have their express consent. I think the easiest way to put this is Mava! Mava! I know you don't know what's Ooh. going on with. Mava! That's why. Umbava! Are, are we just drowning him out because he's Caucasian? Is that what's going on here? No, he could be. No. I live with that. Because he's a colonizer? No, it's. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All jokes aside, we're going to have to cut that part out. Nope. Um, <laughs> well, we're going to leave that part in, huh? No, wow. be raw about this. Just keep it all. Oh, my God. 
Okay, look, when I'm in a de- when I'm in All a better right. headspace and I'm listening to this recording, you'll see how the edit goes. A lot of this will probably be a third of an episode. <laughs> it's just like I said, you don't know what's going on with Comics Gate. This is what's going on, you know. And it's like, wow, why do you people, watch do this shit? The word gate for everything stupid. I don't know. It's it's a boomer thing. It's, no, it's, it's not. A, is it a boomer? boomer? Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, it's it a lazy thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It, it's so, it's so No, no. And, and so the people lazy. the people who started this putting a gate on thing are our age, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that. Yeah. I don't forgive them either. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's a us thing. Yeah. <laughs> the gate thing. I, I our generation understand. was like. This is just like Watergate. You know, like, we overemphasize everything. Like, this is the worst. This is, he's the evilest ever. <laughs> you know, like, that could be a problem with what's going on now with civilization, period. Let's make everything <laughs> extreme. If you make everything extreme, then nothing is. I blame this all extreme. on the misuse of literal. Anyway, go on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, just kind of weird. That's all. <laughs> just kind of weird. This is, and when fans are, are sending. Death so, threats. So, yeah. so, are sending death threats <laughs> to poor voice actors in Voltron. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. My turn. Before you even get down to that point. Okay. My turn. Why this are is... people getting mad Stop. at the lady my... who wants to be Batwoman? I'll. You'll get to that in a moment. This is my turn. Look. All right. Listen. As fans, we are better than this. We are not the fanatics who are sending death threats and complaining about things like this. This is about Voltron, Legendary Defender by DreamWorks, which is one of the best animated uh, cartoons I've seen in this decade. And it's a show about five Earthlings who go out into the depths of galaxy and in a super-powered robot lion, five robot lions, they form one gigantic robot warrior and defend the universe from evil it's about teamwork it's about compassion it's about friendship it's about family now in the height of all of this a couple of things happened one of the characters turned out to be gay and had a loved one that he left behind and everybody was fine with that the person who was his lover did not have much character development and died and a lot of people went into an uproar about that and then on the other hand a lot of people went into the uproar about um Two of the other characters, Keith and Lance, not having a relationship. Here's the thing. This is a story written by writers who've been doing this for, I don't know, 65 episodes. They know the characters better than any of us do. They've been writing these characters and taking them on a journey that makes sense as we watch it as viewers. And if, if, if you don't like where they're going with it, th- you're welcome not to watch it. But if you're such a fanatic to the point that you've got to put death threats at the people who've been creating this message of peace, compassion, and defending for what's right against the forces of evil, this show is definitely not for you. You've missed that mark and you don't represent anything that I do or that I'm watching. And, you know, the fact that, um, whatchamacallit, the voice actors don't feel like going to certain conventions because they feel that they might be in danger over this is ridiculous in no way shape or form was it necessary to over focus on yes the character didn't get much developed but if you watch the show so much is going on so much is going on that if they over focused on their personal relationships they would become selfish self-indulgent people that they are not you know but i just i just realized something 
I know who we can all blame for this because they are at fault and we can all agree. No, I'm not blaming anybody. No, I'm serious. I'm not blaming anybody at this because you're attacking people that are creating beautiful stories, beautiful animation, and contributing to things that I love and things that I know that people after me will love. And I want this stuff to continue without its interference. So, okay. so <clears throat> look, back off. Hold on, hold on. And everybody on. who understands this needs to say this to people who, who, who seem to feel the need to threaten people who are doing these creative things and say, shut up, man. Back off. This shit is beautiful. Enjoy it. Take a step back. You know, representation is an important thing, but by forcing representation on something that wasn't intended for it in a way that they didn't see the characters going that way is another crime in that of itself. Remember that. I'm good. So so Voltron, for those of you who may not know, <clears throat> as Mike was mentioning, is well, I, you know, I'll just give you the intro. I think he summed it pretty well, though. But, but see, we know Voltron off the top of our heads because we grew up watching it, and some people may have seen Netflix. No, that doesn't make a difference because you know what? You don't have to see the old Voltron to love this Voltron. That's what's great about it. You can well, come into this Voltron and you will know everything you need to know about Voltron from this show, and there's nothing the old Voltron can deliver to you because in comparison, the old Voltron was subpar to a clown shoe. <laughs> All right? But, yes. but we're not going to agree on that one. But That's fine. That's fine. I'm, 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 I'm just going give them, to give them the intro. No, I don't need the intro. I I want to give him the intro. Oh my god. From days long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe comes a legend. The legend of Voltron, defender of the universe. A mighty robot, loved by good, feared by evil. As Voltron's legend grew, Peace settled across the galaxy. On planet Earth, a galaxy alliance was formed. Together with the good planets of the solar system, they maintained peace throughout the universe. Until a new horrible menace threatened the galaxy. Voltron was needed once more. This is a story of the super force of super explorers entrusted by the alliance with the ancient secret of how to assemble Voltron, Defender of the Universe. There were some word changes in that. Yes, I The super force of space explorers oh. who were sent oh. by the Alliance to bring back Voltron, Defender of the Universe. I'll say this. Marketing really needs to fix things. Yeah, but they have nothing the... to do with marketing, okay? A actually, it's a yeah, giant yeah, cat robot. No, 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 no. Mike is bringing up a point because marketing was over pushing the whole Shiro love story thing. Yes. Like that was a big thing. So it was advertising that that was going to be a big thing in the marketing. Wait, wait, wait. Was marketing yeah, wait. doing that or was the yes. third party both. sites that like to troll with all no, the marketing was doing that? Both, both, both. The problem is marketing starts something and then, of course, fans pick it up or, you know, whatever. A media picks it up. Look, the same issue happened with Valkyrie in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Uh, the same issue happens with, like, Blade Runner when uh, it's not an action movie. So why did they try to push it like an action movie? Blade Runner, Blade Runner was not an yeah, action movie. 2049 yeah, is yeah, not yeah, an yeah. action and, movie. And Rogue One was not a suspense spy thriller thing or whatever. But, you know, whatever. No, but that's what I'm saying. Marketing, Trailers can't trust them. Yeah, exactly. That's what 
really should be the message, except marketing for what it is. It's trying to sell a hype machine um, to get you interested. Mike, to be honest with you, trailers have been lying since before we were born. And, yes. you know, if these guys who, if you, it, you, you can't give the people who are willing to threaten the lives of creators that as an excuse, that marketing bent them this way. No, you should be better than that. You should be an adult. Know that advertising is advertising. If you're going to believe everything that is shilled at you across the street, I've got a semi-used bridge to sell you is the old adage to that. Let it go. Know what a commercial is. Move on. Enjoy the show or go away. But at the same time, Mike, that kind of comes all the way full circle back to what we were saying earlier on. The it's everyone's a sucker. Everyone's longing <laughs> themselves to get dragged in and pulled in and suckered with these ideas that they can say and do whatever they want, one way on one side or another, in one format or another, and everyone's just overreacting and or getting pissed off, justifiably or unjustifiably so, in the most vile ways possible. Well, look, we can have our fun. I mean, I remember the Katara Zuko people who wanted to have, <laughs> what do they call it, Kazuko or Zatara? Umbaza! <laughs> Perfectly fine. Umbaza! Umbaza! Why am I being quieted for this? Umbaza! <laughs> I didn't say I was a shipper of <laughs> Zuko. As far as I'm concerned, I just wanted to see more Azula. Okay. Okay, hold on, 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 You have a thing for, 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 for Azula. I know. You like that Azula action, huh? Yes, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's wrong with that? Azula was cool. Yeah, she was fucking insane. Yeah, that's what makes her hot. I don't know insane. why you weren't a bigger fan of Faru Faruka uh, Bulk or whatever her name was, because that was the role she was born to play if she was younger. <laughs> All right. Wait, wait, wait. Who's this? I'm sorry. What's her face from uh, 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 the craft? The craft and freaking oh, uh, right. water boy. Wait, no, you were a fan of her. I, yeah, I was a fan like of her, that. but not like that. I said she played crazy real well. <laughs> All right. I got a, I got a kick out of her comical crazy. But she has the Azula, I'm a crazy look really down well, let's, pat. Let's go for a fun subject then. Who were you a shipper of that never made, never happened? Now, before we answer this question, no, I need to take I a moment. No, I want this question. <laughs> I need to, you can think about it. We need to take a moment to pay the bills, Mike. Uh. So, we would like to thank our proud sponsors, Raptor Ranchers. Life finds a way. If you're not sure what to do with your small dinosaur, contact them. They'll help you out. Raptor Ranchers. Helping everybody with dinosaur problems and raptor problems since 1985. Thank you. Wait, you got sponsors now? I gotta pay the bills. I ain't get paid. <laughs> what, I should bring some you, sponsors? You, you're still on probation. I want to know who's shipping. <laughs> who do you ship? Well, that never who do, happened. Who, who do I ship that's never happened? Mike, do you have one? Me? Yeah. Apparently Bo does not. I kinda just ride the story. I don't like I don't I don't I don't know, Mike. You've known me for a long time. 
Has there been a relationship in one of these things that I was like, this should have happened? I know there's been plenty of relationships that I didn't want to happen because I like them being like platonic because that is such a thing that people don't seem to understand because like um, a guy yep. and a girl can be friends and not no, fuck. No, guys and girls can't be friends. They <laughs> have to fuck right away. In fact, when they look at each other from across the goddamn room, they should start eye-fucking immediately. Um, that is what happens in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. That it pro- Isn't that <laughs> wait, part wait, wait. of the problem with Hollywood? Yeah, in real Hollywood or fictional movies. You know what I'm about! <laughs> uh, no, I mean, okay. come on, haven't you ever... Like, for instance, I've... Since I brought it up, I guess I'll... Yeah, you can bring up an example. I, I kind of always wanted to see Lino and Shatar get together. I understand that it never meant anything like that in the cartoon. Like, in, in no fashion, shape, or form. It's just, you know, I was like, hey, Lionel's cool, Chitara's cool, they should get together. And then when the new Thundercats cartoon came out and they didn't get together, and it was uh, Chitara and Tigra, I was kind of shocked. But I didn't hate it. I was just like, whoa, I didn't expect that. Because in my mind, I've always built up Lionel and Chitara again. You big fan. Yes. Yes, I am. I personally okay. believe Lionel should never have gotten any kind of attention whatsoever because he's a fucking man-child. Hey, he matured. Over we, the- no, we, he didn't. We, 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 he we never go got to, to mature the in the arc. The, <laughs> he still needed a nanny. Big. <laughs> we go back to Tom Hanks and Big. Mbafa! Exactly. <laughs> I see. Ooh, ooh. Uh, my ship. That's uh, pretty easy. I think Dusty and uh, Zorana probably should have been a ship that happened that never would. From G.I. Joe? Yeah. It could have worked. They did flirt. But I'm trying to remember. Yeah, they flirted a little in the com- in the cartoon. I don't know in the comic. No, though. they didn't. I thought they. she said a line and he said a line and that was it. That, yeah, like, that's like not one a, of those. Uh, what? Look, in that era of cartoons, that was about as much. As what are you, you talking about? Robotech. Flint and no. Lady J flirted religiously. They had no problems hiding that shit. Yeah, they even went on vacation. Yeah, but, but the, Destro but they, and but they, Destro and Baroness they flirted all the time. Uh, Freaking, even yeah, Duke. Point, even uh, Duke and Scarlet had flirtations. Okay, okay. <laughs> Bo is saying who he always wanted them to ship, okay? Yeah, but where did you see that, though? Did you, like, in play the episode with you? Where, no, in the episode where Dusty and her had a thing for a minute, and then she left them and basically dipped on them. Wasn't she in disguise, and she just didn't want to fuck him Not- over, and she felt bad about fucking him over? Sort of, and then she thought he was kind of cute. And then he, she was like, yeah, I was lying to you the whole time you're nice but I'm bad for you bye she thought about it hey it doesn't have to come from a basis of actual stuff I mean come on Keith and Lance I don't see that anyway beyond, oh, beyond wow. anything I don't see it anyway yeah that's I, that's that's I've, fair. I, no I've heard the evidence they've promoted that, that doesn't tell me they liked each other in any fashion okay look I'm gonna be like I'm gonna be honest with you. I've known you and Bo for 
over 20 years, over two decades. And we have laughed, hung out, and argued with each other repeatedly. I do not and never will and never have wanted to fuck you. <laughs> All right. Are you sure? I am positive. Sure? <laughs> okay. I am positive. If that's what you're in this relationship expectingly waiting for, Bo, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, I'm sorry I kept you stringing you along for, for two decades. <laughs> but now I'm telling you straightforward, Bo, Bo, it's not going to happen. I'm not fucking you. <laughs> your, your voice isn't loud enough. Bafa! <laughs> That's why I do it. Yeah, that's why I do it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, by some internet law, I think I'll be barred from doing that. No, brother, you could be, what was it, the white lion? Was it the white wolf? <laughs> <laughs> you could be the white wolf. Every, every Wakanda needs that abandoned cousin, or in the movies, a Bucky. Yeah, and that's another one. Captain America and Bucky. Oh, the Bucky Captain America <laughs> ship. Like, what? No, they're the... just friends, man. Well, not not according to a lot of people in the, who watch the movies. They think they have a relationship. That's because people don't have healthy friendships, man. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> Stop these, shipping unhealthy things, people. All these people well, who think anytime people are that close, they need to be fucking. You don't have healthy relationships. You have too much... Too well, much sexual well, tension with too many different because, people. Okay, it's because more dating happens over the internet nowadays than in real life. Oh, so they don't know what real life relationships. So they don't know what real life relationships should well, be like. Yeah, actually, that's kind of all over the place. And I did not forget. I was going to ask you guys, what did you think about the whole uh, flack that uh, what's her name? I think uh, Ruby something or other. That was Ruby Sprout. Rose, because she's playing. She's playing uh, Bat Batwoman, Ruby Rose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently, she's not lesbian enough because she's bisexual. Okay, so and she's not Jewish either. So, so she's getting a lot of harassment and threats. We and covered, we covered our response to this already. <laughs> All right, that was, well, Mike says through I, Voltron. We yeah, covered the yeah, we covered that response to this. It falls in the same bracket. Don't force sexuality on people because you know what. The representation that we have been getting for is a big, healthy jump in progress already. You know what I'm saying? These things happen in paces. Don't push it so forward that, that it becomes toxic. You've got to handle this in paces. You've got to take the paces to these things. Cause there's a, hold on, because there's a lot of people who have no familiarity with that environment or people like that. And so you don't want that toxic reflection. You want them to take their fun with their medicine and learn like because the first thing you got to learn when dealing with any kind of civil development or social progress is that people have got to learn that these people are people first and that's well, the most important thing mike according to your pendulum philosophy this is just natural what's happening it's i know swinging, i know but swinging hard just because <laughs> i'm prepared for the swing because i've been watching it swing my whole life doesn't mean nobody else needs to hear that preparation. I honestly think I honestly think they're fucking it up for everybody anyway. Yeah, well, they are because if you think about it, 
you're taking away roles from Doogie House of uh, wait, uh, Neil Patrick Harris, who's usually playing a straight man anyway. And he what does are you trying to say not only does he play a straight man, he plays a straight dog, and he does it yeah, but, well. <laughs> but I'm saying, what are you trying to say now? You're gonna take away roles from him because in order to play the roles, half the roles he plays, he has to be straight. I mean, uh, I, don't I, know. I, I think I think I think um um Sulu, what's his name um. George Takei. George Takei said it's it best. Takei like toupee. He doesn't like George Takei was kind of taken aback when it was introduced that Sulu, in the new Star Trek, was homosexual because he was like, Sulu wasn't gay. I'm gay. <laughs> so, oh, I am, and boy, is he gay. I'm not the character. Oh, oh my. This makes no sense. <laughs> you know? It's like, I was playing a role. I'm an actor. Sulu was straight. Sash and everything. <laughs> you know, I was like... And I get that. He was acting. He was pretending. He was... And there's a, like... Are you saying actors can pretend to be other people? And it's a craft that takes a lot of development and skill. It's observation and imitation. It's development of understanding a character. And the further you play that role, the more you understand where that character goes. That's why in the long term, when directors work long enough with an actor playing a character, after a while, directors start to, a start to ask them, what do you think this character would do? Or when they put in that input that I don't think a character would do this, they, 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 the director takes heed to it because they've been playing that character consistently for that long or they've gotten that deep into it. Th that's what brings up the dangers of such acting methods like the method in, in general because you're getting too God, deep into... I wish Rain Johnson would have did that with... Okay. Look, okay. Uh, no, it's not even low-hanging fruit. It's not like Luke Skywalker was playing him consistently. It's like Mark Hamill was playing him consistently for the last couple of decades. He played him in three movies ages well, ago. Luke and Solo shipping together? No, he's talking about Ryan Johnson not <laughs> I, I, listening I, 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 to I just wanted to bring up something Mark Hamill's opinion on where the character should go. Because you could easily say there were moments where Luke and Han should have made out. I there mean, was what? tension. No, there was tension there. There was sexual tension between Actually, yeah, they definitely be had a lot of if, quiet if, stares at each other. If, if, so if, either if they wanted any... to punch each other in the face or they wanted to bone. If there was any real tension, it was always between Chewie and Han. And that's why Luke would never step in there because he knows Chewie. Wait, wait, wait. No, the only no. tension between Chewie and Han is that Chewie is a cannibal named Chewie. And he probably gets hungry sometimes. And Han is the only person who knows that for a fact. For a fact, he knows Chewie. Cannibal implies he eats his own. That's true. Yes, okay. sentient creatures. <laughs> Anything else is a carnivore, I guess. Um, <clears throat> all right. Because let's face it now, we've now established that Chewie keeps Han around as an emergency food kit. Well, if things go bad, he's got something. <laughs> and they did that dance for decades. <laughs> you probably tell him, because we don't know what the Wookiee's saying. He's probably saying, you know, Han, you could, you could cut your hair and shave maybe a little bit, because you're not going to taste good as a roast, Chewie. <laughs> No, I will not slather myself in butter. <laughs> oh, my God. What are we talking about this episode? <laughs> We're all over the place today. It's okay to have a... Hey, look, if we can ship whatever, whoever, however, I say let's just go all in and just start shipping all sorts of well, stuff. Well, Mike hasn't mentioned the one he I wants. want Moth Tarkin and Vader. There was some work tension. <laughs> 
No, see, I'm no a, that was I'm a power a, dynamic. That's some freaking Weinstein shit right there. <laughs> All right? Because Tarkin had power over Vader. Some shit could have went down if they had anything going on into sexual tension. That freaking Tarkin and Vader, not good. That's not healthy. That's that's Imperial. <laughs> right? yeah, I want to see evil. Tarkin and Mon Mothma. Because I think there's a lot of angles Dude, there. Dude, that's some hate fucking. <laughs> I mean bony angles because they are some skinny, wispy, bony people. Mom like, wasn't imagine. skinny. That 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 woman was solid. She had a strong punching jaw. Tarkin to get broken. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I she, seem to remember she's very bird-like in uh, Return of the Jedi. You need to rewatch Pr- that. Princess that woman Leia was a solid jaw. Because the lady who plays... Tark, uh, uh, um, um, uh, um, what you call it? Uh, Mon Mothma now is almost a clone. So keep you know, that in probably, mind. <laughs> no, Bo's probably right. Wicked and Wicked w- probably Wicked and thought Princess that Leia. was thought Princess Leia was his woman. Uh, I don't know. He thought that was either his woman or he was gathering snacks for later. Exactly, he was doing the, the <laughs> chewy thing. one. Just, he could yeah, be yeah, doing just... the chewy. <laughs> thing. I don't like where this is going. All right, let's be honest. <laughs> The, the ship that everybody should be talking about and never do is the oldest married couple in science fiction, and that's 3PO and R2-D2. Oh, they are fucking. They're married and fucking. No, they're fucking. And, they're fucking. Yeah, yeah. They're fucking, and um, technically 3PO is suffering from levels it's, of senility because they keep erasing his fucking mind, and R2-D2 is taking advantage of him in this relationship. Yeah. <laughs> It's a very abusive relationship because when you think about it, R2 has a lot of power to stop these things from happening to 3PO, and he just lets it the fuck happen. Yeah, he does. R2 is an asshole. So do we think? R2 is an asshole and an abuser. All right. So do we think Roy Batty and Decker were shipping at one point? No. No. That's no. why he spared him at the end? No. No, 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 no. I think Roy Batty was just a weirdo. He ran around in a diaper for like 10, 20 minutes, howling like a wolf in the middle of the night. That guy was running. There's no shipping there. That was some shit, man. Oh, did you you guys see the cyberpunk interviews? Okay, I just got to say this. Um, You know, Roy Batty and Decker are from uh, the classic uh, uh, OG. uh, 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 um, What is it called? Fucking Blade Runner. Blade you, Runner. Guys, give context for Christ's sake. <laughs> no, I want the super fans to find no, figure it all out. No, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, sorry. You know you're shut hardcore. the front door. It's, called, it's a show called Geek of the Week. Man, you got to bring credentials. Yeah, we're bringing the... Like, no, we've got the credentials. We've got to welcome, all right? Jesus. Now, what were you saying? Who was saying something on what? About Cyberpunk uh, 2077. What about the interviews? Okay. Uh, there was a scandal with Robo- there was a scandal with Cyberpunk 2077 where someone didn't like first off the game has been getting a little bit of heat because fans say it's uh, I mean not fans not real fans I think people have been saying it's too bright right Cyberpunk should always be dark so they're like whatever they're they're letting that one go Cyberpunk's only dark at night <laughs> yeah, exactly. There are daytime, and they have a day and nighttime cycle in the game. They wanted to. St- they wanted That's to start right. contrast. Cyberpunk. They wanted to start contrast. They wanted to first show the game with a start co- start contrast from uh, other games like Do- Deus Ex and movies like Blade Runner by showing that these places have a daytime. Okay. Anyway, that doesn't matter because that's not the funny part. The funny part is. Uh, 
Someone someone mentioned something about um uh what you call someone mentioned something about they're not really sure if uh why do you have uh, why do you have men doing this role or something and the cyberpunk people said you know, uh, why are you labeling? Why are you labeling them? Oh, okay, I know what you're the talking men, about. The men, men doing so, what role? No, no, no. So they were the the people were asking, requesting, complaining, whatever, whining, saying that they wanted to see more of uh, male or female type characters. Um, and they they were like, there, there's we need we want to see more of this. And so they, Cyberpunk. They what is this? You guys on, are being vague. They okay. want to see more of what? Uh, wanted to see more. Uh, male characters instead of female characters or something like that and because the trailer has uh, a lot of female characters in it, and they're like well we want to see more male characters or some such and so their response was well, no the main character just... that they were using was just a woman that that's how... i understand yeah. but yeah. they wanted to see more male character more, more male models and so their response was did you just assume our gender yeah which is a joke based on the attack helicopter meme you know assuming genders I'm an attack helicopter. Well, that didn't go came, over well. Yeah, people came out even more sensitive about that. They were like, "How dare you make fun of transphobic things?" Blah 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 blah. So Cyberpunk had to apologize, but then even the apology wasn't taken well because the apology, the people who were who who were complaining about the apology said, "You're not apologizing strong enough or hard enough or you know whatever." So anyway, poor so did the guys in Cyberpunk respond with "fuck you"? No, they didn't because, because they that's don't what they should have. They should have yeah. responded with "fuck you." <laughs> no, no, but it's funny because then a week later, the cyberpunk, one of the cyberpunk developers or engineers, is having a ask me questions about mechanics of the game. Ask him anything about mechanics. Oh, he had, a, he had an AMA. AMA. Sort of. <laughs> a Reddit, a Reddit was, AMA, and ask me yeah. anything. And the questions he kept on getting flooded with. Literally, because he was asking me, ask me anything about mechanics. They were like, "Okay, can I choose to be, can I choose to be genderless?" The guy said, "Well, we made male and female, but we call it V, so you could be whatever you want, you know." But they were like, they kept on pressing the point. They were like, "No, what if we wanted to change sex?" And he was like, "Well, I guess you could, you know." And the poor guy, you could tell the he doesn't realize what they're trying to get at, because they kept on hammering him for thirty questions about. Well, what if I was a former man? And and yeah, you could say it was part troll, but the earnestness... Oh, that sounds these, like all troll. No, it wasn't, unfortunately. That's the problem. <laughs> the earnestness that these questions were being asked with were like... the. I felt bad for the engineer, because I read the interview. I was like, wow. He just wanted to talk about the game mechanics. Just ask him about guns and trajectories and things like that. But he... He fielded like 30 questions. Once again, this goes back to what is don't the game dick. about? The I game is about a dystopian dick. No, the game is about a dystopian future and two people living in the shadows who are trying to make their way in the underworld. In the setting of Cyberpunk, a pen and paper RPG turned into a video game. You get representation, that's the progression. You force representation. You force representation. You start to make it toxic. Back off. Let the creators create. Well, another another funny thing is no a game they were trying to uh, compare it to because some fan they they were asking what what do you see as the ultimate way uh, cyberpunk should be handled whatever people kept on bringing up a shadow from Sonic the Hedgehog 
They wanted that kind of game. You know, dark, gritty. <laughs> and you know, you're like, wait a minute. That's, yeah, exactly. Look at both face. It's like, what? Shadow? Really? Yeah, they wanted it darker. Because they considered that the most cyberpunk game, you know, you could get currently. You I know, riding a just, motorcycle yeah, 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 yeah. in I the darkness. They... And yeah, with the neon lights and all those. Yeah, edge. but that's also yeah. in the game, also. Yeah, I that, think people just need to let the game happen, man. Like they, just wait for it to come they've out. They've said even in that forty-eight minute thing that there is a day and night cycle in the game. Yes. We're <clears throat> so they're obviously just showing the day. We've seen dozens of nighttime cyberpunk but, settings. But Mike, this is where Bo Bo's correct, and he says just you could disagree with things, just don't be a dick about it. I'd be like. A dick. Like Battlefield Earth, I mean Battlefield Earth. Oh my God, Battlefield <laughs> Five. That game, you know yeah. how the, the fans are different from the Call of Duty fans because the Battlefield fans want realism. That's what they buy the game for. They want realism. Call of Duty, they can accept having futuristic versions and things like that. Except when they can't. <laughs> well, that that platform is more for that. So the Battlefield developer decided to promote. A, a female with a cybernetic arm as no, the no, World no. War II cover person. It wasn't cover. a cybernetic cover. arm. It was a period 1940s, 1950s prosthetic hook arm. Yeah. Yes. It was nothing cybernetic about it. Right. It but, actually was very accurate. I know about this. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But, I don't see them reloading and shooting guns with one hooked arm. Very well, but hey, it's a video game, I guess. Plus, all the women in the game that were featured in promotional material were wearing makeup and all this other stuff. So the fans generally said, hey, look, we're not interested in this. And the developer said, okay, you don't have, basically, you don't have to like this game. He called them, uh, he didn't call them stupid, but he called them primitive morons who should get with the, like, I'm paraphrasing the moron part, but I know it was something close to that line. Primitive, backwards people who should get with the program and modernize. So the fans took Oh, wait, wait, wait. And then the follow-up was, if you don't like it, you don't have to buy it. Right. He's not wrong. No, no, no. No, yes, he is. Listen, I'll tell you why he's wrong. It's the same reason why, as you pointed out on a different occasion in a slightly different way, Mike, when you're promoting something, you don't... You don't give a reason to antagonize or even remotely antagonize. I'm just saying choices were made. Anybody going to buy stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Choices but, were made. But that is not the choice. You is make that when the you're proper trying... way? Is that the proper way to advertise? No. But is he right in saying you don't have to buy it if you don't like it? He is completely right in saying that. Exactly. <laughs> and that's why EA EA stock has taken a nosedive. Choices were made. Five has been pulled off. Choices. Schedule choices were made because <laughs> they want to redo. Was it the was it was it a choice that might have been detrimental to the promotion of this video game? Absolutely. Absolutely. No, you're <laughs> right. Like choices were made. Absolutely. That's what I'm trying to. But oh, that, 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 and and look. that guy you're talking about, he stepped off. Yeah, he before stepped off. before a lot of this happened because like, these choice these are the choices he made. These are his free choices to make, and the consequences that come with them follow, and he should, like James Gunn, take responsibility for those choices, because that's one thing I'll appreciate about Gunn, is he said, yes, I did, I completely understand where they're coming from, fine, 
I'm good. Because he's a Except grown the difference adult here, Mike, is man. The guy we're talking about had a several million dollar golden parachute to pull. And he stepped off, got his severance, which is to um, the tune of tons of money, Bo, and just walked away. Bo, 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 that doesn't change anything. It doesn't change the fact that he made that choice. He knew where his consequences were. He was very familiar with how his, the outcome of his choice would be, and he knew it wouldn't be a drastic bad thing for him. That doesn't take it away. That changes nothing. That just puts them in different positions. Hold on. That just puts them in different positions. But still, he made the choice to do that, and he knew the outcome, and he knew he would be fine. He knew he would be okay. He... he According he didn't give a fuck about to, others. So. Yeah, according to your viewpoint, like you said earlier, when in the beginning, he chose to antagonize the fan base, yep. and the fan base answered. Yep. But that Same. fucks over everybody but him. Whereas ah. James Gunn, the only person he fucked over was himself. Yeah. Yeah, and he took responsibility for difference. it. No, but, yeah, yeah. no, they both made a choice, and they both took responsibility for their choice. Uh, one I respect more than the other. I respect James Gunn taking responsibility for his choice because, to be honest with you, he knows who he was and he knows he made that mistake. And yes, he is not that guy anymore. And that humor is in the back. And that humor is in the background of where he comes from in his trauma background. And yeah, Marvel Studios knew this before they hired him. Disney yeah. didn't. Disney didn't. When Disney found out, they were like, "You're out." And Marvel's like, no. And Disney's like, fuck you. And he's like, they're right. That's their prerogative. I knew this was a possibility. Well, I, I heard another reason why Disney might have fired him. And I like this reasoning. I think this is part of what was going on, too. Go for it. Disney realized that the third movie is coming out. What's his face? Gunn has already made a shit ton of money for, on these movies. He's going to ask for more. And he was going to negotiate hard for the third one. So Disney doesn't want to negotiate with him, you know. But from a point of strength where he can ask for more money. Strength, okay. Where he can ask for more money, but they can't get him out of the movie either because fans will throw a huge fit about it. So this came just as, just when they needed it because it gave them leverage and a reason to fire him. And they can show the fan base, hey, look, guys. Except, We're sorry. except it's it's the studio that negotiates his rehiring, not the not the major con major company. Well, that, the problem is that's the, the separation. The the, stu the, no, stu the problem is the number one guy uh, uh, in Disney made that decision. Yeah, I, I know. But that's what yeah. I'm saying is like the studio didn't fire him. The company behind the studio fired him. The what? studio hired him and negotiates his contract. So that's where that falls apart, Mike. Yeah, except if Disney steps in and decides to say... We went over this already. They don't micromanage they step in unless it interferes that, with but their bottom dollar. Let's not go in this circle again. Well, this might have affected their bottom dollar. Yeah, they're except like, they're, not, they're not overseeing it like that when you're constantly making billions a movie. They let the studio do until something happened, and that's because it affects their bottom, do bottom dollar for the image that they're trying to create, and that's why yeah, they yeah. let them go. The family-friendly image. Yeah. yeah. That's why they let them go. I'm still waiting for Mike to throw in his ship. Whether it's a good one or a bad one, there's got to be something in that cranium right. of like 30 well, years of watching. Mike, walk us, walk us home with a ship. Uh, I don't know if I ever had one. 
there's got to be someone you kind of were interested in, like, oh, they would be cute, but that just makes no sense. I've watched so many things, it's hard to remember, Mike. Okay, um, that's why I was asking you guys to help jog my memory. Is there anything that I was forlorn, like, aww, I wish. I wish. And then I'd just elaborate on it. Well, the problem with my example of Thundercats was that uh, I was, what, 15 or 13 or whatever? Mm -hmm. So I learned since then a long time ago that I don't really care about this stuff. So, you know, I'm fine with it. I think if you needed to dredge up something, it has to be, like, that far back. Yeah. That's why I went with the G.I. Joe one. Yeah. Well, Uh... the, the problem is how many cartoons... I mean, He-Man and Tila never really happened. If it was ever supposed to happen. Was it? Was it? I don't know. <laughs> I would ship He-Man and Skeletor before I shipped He-Man and Tila. What? Never. The forbidden fruit. The way they look at each other. They're constantly I, getting away and getting each other's way. I would, I would ship He-Man. How many times does he need to go to Snake Mountain? I would ship He-Man and Man-at-Arms first before Skeletor. No. Man-at-Arms had a thing for Sorceress. This is well known. No. He-Man and Skeletor. Even though, uh, by canon, Skeletor is actually his uncle, which is kind of creepy. So I'll have to shift that one over to... Is it? That's canon? I thought that was in the newer cartoon. No, that's that's pretty canon at this point. Um, Which means I would have to go with He-Man and Beast-Man. There's a lot of grabbing going on. Been way too many episodes. What about what, what about uh, what's his face and Snow Meow? <laughs> Hachi Man and Snow Meow. <laughs> well, no, Hachi Man was the samurai. Who was the guy who rode Snow Meow? Oh Jesus, um, the the Yeti dude, right? Yeah, yeah, and Thundercats. Oh, um. Uh... I think Mike muted himself because he did. He did. He, he uh, would have the answer for Cobra this. Commander and Destro. No, because Destro had a uh, the Baroness. Destro had the Baroness. If anything, Cobra Commander might have lusted for Destro. Here you Mike... go. I got one. I got okay. one. I got one. I'll shut up. <laughs> All right. Now this this is really um, how should I put it? Really obscure. All right. Um. In an anime called Fushigi Yugi, which translates Mysterious Play. Oh, man, somewhere in my core, I knew this was going to come up. <laughs> I, was, I thought Fushigi Yugi would have been yeah, one yeah, of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which Fushigi was called Yugi. Mysterious Play. Noriko, the, the guy who in his heart was a woman, had a thing for um, Hotahori, and it went nowhere. Hotahori, who is the emperor of Conan. And uh, it went nowhere as a relationship. And I actually saw them better in a relationship, and it went nowhere. I saw them as a relationship. And even when um, he, when um, uh, Noriko was reborn as a, as a woman, it still went nowhere. You know? And, and, like, I'm not alone in that. There was, uh, like, our friend was along with me. Like, that should have worked, you know? Because was, there was some love there. <laughs> there was some serious, like, feels there. 
And Hotahari yeah. was wow. still and Hotahari was still forlorn seeking Miyaka's love, which yeah, was wasn't a say, thing. Because Miyaka and Hotahori no, that it wasn't was a the thing. power couple. No, 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 it wasn't. She just he was pretty, and that's what she saw. She couldn't get past the pretty, but Tamahome was her man the whole way. Yeah, it was the, the whole way. It was yeah, it I was Tamahome. Miyaka, Tamahome. Miyaka or or oh, sorry. Tamahome. Miyaka. Tamahome. Miyaka. You know, the and, whole thing. And it wasn't really a love triangle between Tamahome, Miyaka, and Hotahari because it was always going to be Tamahome. <laughs> All right. So there the you go. kids, nineteen. I don't fucking know. Eighties. No, 90s. it wasn't the eighties. It wasn't the eighties. It was nineties. It was the nineties. So 90s. why do I get the feeling that Goku might ship Vegeta, but Vegeta would never go there? I think Vegeta would go there before Goku did. I mean, no. Like, see, I think Goku would go there because the only man. No, I mean, the Goku only love of his life is fighting. Yeah, yeah, and. His fighting isn't romance for him. Fighting is fighting, and romance doesn't exist. <laughs> All right, Vegeta, as a Saiyan who is of royalty and has had many applications of his existence, understands romance and love, and also loves fighting. Vegeta has dimensions. Goku has many dimensions in fighting. Yeah, but that's why I think. That's why I think. Anyway, you know what? I've gone this too long with this anyway. So there was my ship, and I think I think we're done with this. I don't know what yes. this episode was about anyway. I think it was about a message. I to think the it was about, about not fanatics. being a dick. Don't be a crazy nutter fanatic. Yeah, just I'm not chill gonna, out. That's not going to fit in the whole title. I'm just going to be like, message to fans. Leave Voltron alone. Stop picking on them. <laughs> something like that. No, see, no, not even that. I mean, like, we can ship stuff and we're not getting all worked up over it. It's fine. Exactly. Now, the real the real message of this episode is got to get some sponsors because apparently this dude over here is looking for sponsors and making some cash. You're so slow. You haven't figured out who Raptor Ranchers is, have you? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what that is. Now I got to go look it up. All right. This, this episode was brought to you directly by Raptor Ranchers. Love them, <laughs> always with them, Raptor Ranchers, forever supporting our editing and our profit and our margins. Raptor Ranchers, life, life finds, finds a way. way. See ya.